Hello and welcome. You are officially listening to the Laugh It Off podcast with Megan Ulrich Krieger. Grab your wine, water, whiskey, whatever, and stay tuned for some good laughs and some tidbits to help you become the best version of yourself. Hello, hello, and welcome back for another episode of the Laugh It Off podcast. Um, I'm so excited to be here with you guys today because we have some exciting life updates. Um, and this episode might be short and sweet because of it. Because uh, trying to find a couple minutes to an hour where there's not a dog crying <laughs> is kind of a fun new adventure. So we're going to kind of try and make this short and sweet. I literally can already hear her screaming in the background a little bit. So we got a puppy. For those of you who do not follow us on social media, we have a new addition to our family. Her name is Scotia. She is a gray and white Siberian husky with blue eyes, and she's so cute. So make sure you're following me on at Megan Loves Your Face on Instagram. Or I did also, of course, be a little extra and made her an Instagram. It's Scotia.the.siberian. If you would like to follow Miss Scotia directly for all the puppy loves and puppy updates. Um, but I'm excited for today's episode as well because we're gonna be talking about something that I've kind of been working on with my therapist for a little bit, and I've kind of been implementing in my life a lot and having conversations about this concept with a lot of friends. Some of you guys have been kind of having this concept with as well, and that's going to kind of be like the coexisting of emotions. And this is specifically coming from somebody who is healing from many years of toxic positivity where like negative emotions were not accepted, where I suppressed a lot of like negative things. I didn't want to talk about feelings for a lot of years in my life and just kind of working on healing through that and really like accepting the fact that positive and not even negative, like no emotion is negative, but quote unquote negative emotions can coexist. So let's kind of get into that concept and some examples of of how that works. Okay, so what I mean by like the good and the bad can coexist and kind of, I feel like I've had to come to terms with two separate experiences I've had with this concept. So the first one comes in the form of just literally validating your emotions and validating how you feel because I never realized that my nature for just being positive 24-7, like being the positive friend, always seeing the good in things, always manifesting the best, like all of that shit, right? What I was actually doing was invalidating any emotions that I had that did not align with positivity. And it like that was just such a light bulb moment for me because all emotions are valid. Even if you're like, oh, why am I reacting this way? Or, oh, blah, blah, blah. Like, I I know better than to, like, be anxious over this. Like, whatever, okay? Whatever bullshit story you're telling yourself. What you're feeling every minute of every day is real and valid. And invalidating that is not going to actually help you overcome those emotions or, like, heal your trauma or heal your relationship with those emotions or heal whatever's going on to cause those emotions in your life, right? So like that was like a hello. I've been spending years 
invalidating anything that was not positivity by being like, nope, you gotta like only like if you if you focus on the bad, you'll manifest more bad. Like whatever fucking bullshit shit like positivity influencers preach and personal development world has like turned into toxic positivity world and all of this stuff. Like your less than positive emotions are still fucking real and still deserve to be validated because also do you want to know what? Like if you're suppressing your sad, depressed, anxious, negative emotions, you actually are also suppressing positive emotions as well because you're you're suppressing all of your emotions in general. Whereas if we just let down that barrier, that barrier of vulnerability, that barrier of like everything's got to be good all the time and let ourselves feel everything, like when you let yourself dig into like the pain and feel the anxiety, feel sad, feel depressed, feel anxious, whatever, you will also be able to feel happiness, feel excitement, feel hope 10 times more. And honestly, this was a goal I actually set for myself at the beginning of 2021 was to feel more. And I think a lot of that goal has finally now come full circle for me with the help of therapy. Because a lot of this shit is easier said than done. It is easy to say, oh, I want to feel all of my emotions to the fullest of their ability this year. It's easy to say that, but do you want to know what's fucking hard? Admitting that you're anxious over something, sharing that anxiety with a loved one, talking about your emotions, that's actually the hard part. And that was a big light bulb moment for me as well, too, because I've spent so many years thinking and believing that, like, being positive all the time and, like, not letting things get you down is what makes you strong It's not, you guys. Being positive and not letting things get you down actually fucking makes you weak because do you want to know what you're doing? You're suppressing your other emotions, which are going to build up and bubble up over time. What makes you strong is talking about those emotions because that's fucking hard. Talking about the struggles, talking about the shit that brings you anxiety, talking about the hard parts of life and your day-to-day, that's what makes you strong. That's what's difficult. That's what takes strength to do. Anybody, anybody can plaster a fucking fake smile on their face and and claim to be positive all the time. That's not what makes you strong. That's not, that's not what makes you superior, right? And so this has just been an entire like, holy fucking shit moment for me of the last like, I don't know, five-ish, ten-ish years of my life being the, the constantly positive friend. And so I wanted to just kind of share that piece of it with you guys and realizing that let's say you're like, an example would be, let's say you are stressed about something, stressed about a life decision, stressed, you're getting married, stressed about wedding planning, you're, you're stressed about what to do in your relationship, whatever, right? In you're stressed about money, like anything. So let's say you're just trying to be like, oh no, I don't need to be stressed about that. Like everything's going to work out. That that's not actually helpful. That's not actually healing, right? And what you're doing is you're actually invalidating that anxiety and you're invalidating that stress. Now, it is fair if you're somebody who doesn't want to focus on the negativity all the time, 
right? If you're somebody who doesn't want to be stuck in the motions of depression, stuck in the motions of anxiety and stress, like that is 1000% fair to not want to be stuck there. So what you can do instead, instead of invalidating and being like, oh, you're stupid for stressing out about this. This is, the it's going to work out. This is what you should focus on instead. What you can say is like, feel those emotions. Okay. Like, I'm feeling anxiety right now. Like, just call it call it what it is. I'm feeling super depressed right now. I'm feeling super anxious. And that's okay. And that's valid. And maybe even talking about those emotions with a loved one or a friend and being like, hey, I'm really anxious over this debt that I have. Or I'm really anxious over about what to do in my relationship or if I should go back to school or whatever. And sharing those emotions with somebody, validating them, holding space for them, again, Super easy to say and not as easy to do. Hold space for those less than positive emotions. Validate the hell out of them. Do not judge yourself for feeling them. If you're like, oh, I'm stupid for crying over this. Like, no, you're judging yourself. Don't do that. So feel all the things. And then it is still fair to say, okay, but here are some things that can bring me hope. Here are some things that I can choose to focus on. Here are some things that I know to be true. Because it is easy to spiral when you're in a pit of anxiety and pile things on and make up scenarios in your head and all of this stuff. So sometimes you do got to step back and be like, here's what I know to be true, right? I have, I have supportive friends in my life to help me get through this hard time. I have an emergency savings account for this reason to help me get through this tough financial period. I have mentors in my life that I trust to help me decide whether I should go back to school or not. Like, whatever. You can hold space for the stressful negative emotions. Let's talk about them. Talk about them. Journal about them. Whatever you have to do. But still turn around and be like, okay, but here's what I can focus on instead. Or here's what I know to be true. Or here's where I see myself a year from now where this stress is no longer in my life. So that is one way that you that emotions can coexist, okay? So that is one way that emotions can coexist and that we can validate both sides of the coin and stop fucking judging ourselves for feeling anxiety. Like, y'all, not even to mention the fact that we've been in a pandemic for almost three years. Like, of course there's heightened anxiety. There's no reason to judge yourself over how you're handling whatever you're handling right now. Because I'll tell you what, a lot of us are handling a lot of fucking shit. So that's way number one, okay, is just feeling, truly feeling all the feelings, talking them out, holding space for them, validating them, and not judging yourself. So that is one way in which emotions can coexist. But the other way, this is one that I've been talking a lot with some friends in my life and just some people, is that like when you're thinking about almost like regret, I guess, or you're thinking about relationships or you're thinking about decisions you made and you feel less than positive about it, right? At least now. Um, it, it is still possible for those emotions to coexist. So let me give you, let me give you an example. I, I've been kind of having this conversation with a lot of people lately. And an example is actually of a friend that I was talking to. And she's kind of talking about some of the tattoos that she has. And possibly wanting them to get them removed, possibly not wanting to get them removed. And she was like, I just feel so stupid that my mom was actually right that I would regret these later on in life. And I'm like, you know what? You're not stupid for that. We're not stupid for regretting decisions that we made earlier in life, right? Because I bet you that decision to get those tattoos brought her happiness at one point. And the things can coexist. The happiness you felt 
when getting the tattoo or making that decision can coexist with the current regret or like less than positive emotions you have associated with that decision. It does not make you stupid in your current day to have made that decision. I feel this way about sometimes, I feel this way a lot about me going to college sometimes because I don't necessarily use my degree in a sense. Like I don't have a nine to five job that is in the career field that I went to school for, right? And I have a lot of student loans. And so sometimes I have to remind myself of this as well, where I I now sometimes catch myself feeling stupid for living in the dorms when I could have saved money by living at home for even going to a four-year college or going to a university when I could have gone to a community college, yada, 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 whatever. But at the time, my freshman year where I lived in the dorms, that was my favorite fucking year like, of my life ever. That's where I met Kevin. And so the happiness that that decision brought me then can coexist with the kind of icky feeling, kind of regret that I feel for it now. Again, it doesn't make me stupid for having gone to college and, and using that money. It doesn't make me stupid for having student loans now. Like the happiness that decision brought me then can coexist with the decisions I maybe would have done differently had I gone back today, right? Uh, Same goes for like staying in a relationship or staying in a job where you're like, oh God, I wasted so much of my life on that. Uh, I, I wish I would have done things differently. Like it's easy to go into that pit of again, judging ourselves, feeling stupid today for decisions that we made. But like, no, the happiness the joy, the adrenaline, the whatever that those decisions once brought you can coexist with the fact that maybe those decisions no longer serve you today. And that's okay. Again, there's no reason to judge yourself for that. And so I just kind of wanted to come on here and just talk about that concept. Because honestly, the friend that I talked about the tattoo thing with, she's like, this should be a podcast. And I'm like, I literally was going to make it into one. And so that is just your guys's beginning of February. Holy shit, it's already February. February, first week of February reminder that our emotions can coexist. All of our emotions are valid. Your mental health matters. And talking it out is sometimes is is harder than holding things in. And, and that's the piece that makes us stronger, right? So your emotions can coexist. Everything you guys feel is valid. All of that shit is easier said than done. It's fucking hard to put the work into doing what I'm saying here today. But I believe in you. You all deserve happiness and healing and feeling aligned with your emotions and your life decisions and all of the good juju. So I love you guys. I love you, love you, love you so much. Um, I will be in Nashville this week. There's a 50% chance there won't be an episode next week. I'm just going to put that out there. Um, If there is, it'll probably be with Denise Marsh again. We haven't had a guest on in a while. And so stay tuned for a possible episode with Denise Marsh next week. If not, it will be the week after that. It just kind of depends on how productive we are when we are in Nashville working on some coaching content, working on our own personal life journeys, healing journeys, having some fun, going to the bars, just a trip of self-discovery, inspiration, having fun, everything. So I love you guys so much and I will chat with you soon.